0: Hey man, throw on some good music. No, no, not that.
1: Oh, no, not that either.
2: Ah, there
3: we
4: go. Northwest Convergence Zone show. Sounds like we start hour number two. Hey, welcome back. This is the Northwest Convergence Zone show. That was a packed hour number one.
5: Wow. Yeah. Yes. Start
4: Not finish. not quite so time sensitive in hour number two. So <laughs> <laughs> a little time with Which you. Which is I-
5: why you took so long to say the word. Yes. <laughs> we have time to waste. Oh, yes, we little, do. little that's, right, right there. That's, called, that's
4: called a pregnant pause.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Big D. I'm boxy Susan and
4: the ladies. And I'm... On one, yeah. that's right, on one. Apparently his <laughs> paws is pregnant too.
5: It is spring,
1: a time when a
4: young man's fancy turns to it other things. It has sprung, yes, yes it has. It's good to have you along on the big program, uh, hour number two. Coming up we have uh, a band, Pico Boulevard, who's kind of new to the scene, but they have a great sound, I mm-hmm. enjoy those guys. And Ed Fazio, good friend of ours, who we've had on a couple of times, uh, founder of Itchy Metal the Itchy Metal label, who then, shockingly, not too long ago, shut it all down mm-hmm. just to like, it seemed like it happened all of a sudden. We'll oh, get the shot. story on that. Yeah. And what he's got going on these days, which is, sounds pretty cool. He's getting back into the game, and he's got some ideas, and I think, uh, especially if you're a band or you're in the industry, you're going to want to listen to it because this is a guy that's in the know. It's the guy that you want to be friends with and hang out with. And uh, he's, he's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So, uh, but in the meantime, what, uh, so next week is the big 420. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, and we will be here. We're not going to throw up a recorded show on you guys or a pre-recorded yeah. show or whatever. No, we would never throw up. Uh, <laughs> uh, might do pregnant pauses. But.
1: No morning sickness. <laughs>
4: no. Uh, so we will be here, and I know, uh, like I said, it is it's Easter and it's four twenty. It's a weird. It's going to be a weird day. I don't Munchies. care how, I don't care how you look at it. It's like, you know, you get high and then there's candy kids, yeah, you or you go to church. I think it goes baskets. together really
5: well as a matter of uh, fact. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Lots of candy and sugar. Yeah.
4: I guess so. I don't know. I had to. <laughs> Did you do the pagan thing? I saw a weird, um, ad the other day and it was for a, a like a sandwich company or a, um i think it was a burger joint in seattle or whatever church stoned. it was uh no it was um <laughs> they have a sandwich called like burger of the gods or something and it was like <laughs> come celebrate 420 with us with burger of the gods and it had a it had a cartoon image obviously of jesus right one hand he's holding the burger and the other is he's holding a blunt <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> oh my lord <laughs> I thought that was a little
5: tough <laughs> yeah. a little, little tough it had probably yeah. been like a garden burger or something i don't know
4: <laughs> i don't I think know. jesus ate
5: meat
1: let's just say i'm that. sure
4: he ate me but i don't know that he partook of you know uh, who knows Mother but i don't know there was burning bush in the bible there,
5: yeah. Yeah. i don't know
4: if people gathered around and huffed it but
5: well <laughs> it's a plant did they use oregano just, and I'm stuff just, like that i don't still? know i, mean, I wasn't around on. then so maybe of course they did of course they we did. don't know <laughs> well was actually it, there's it, a whole lot of history on cannabis was it actually. in the region i don't know I, that's
4: what i'm saying we don't know we'll it find out everywhere. you know what we're i want that's your assignment this week
5: that's on one's assignment that's Is right to up to find alley. out <laughs> <laughs> where the
4: growing pot in the, Medi- in the in the in the around the galilee area and, and in Jerusalem and all of that, where Jesus was hanging. Look, I out. think it was, I think it was like John four sixteen that was like, um, if "Thou, if world. thou don't cough, thou don't get off." <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm still working my still working my way through the Gospels. Oh, haven't hit that one yet. So maybe that was Revelations. I might be confused. I don't know. I'm pretty sure somewhere in Revelations it says if we start making fun of Easter and 4:20 at the same time, we're all going to hell. So let's just move forward.
1: No way. Bring it.
4: Uh, Hey, uh, so we go talk to Devilwood and get a witching. We could spell to stay yeah. out of hell because oh. we're yeah. such style of Wiccans in Ellensburg. See what's happening. Pagan <laughs> smut. If you don't know smoker. what we're talking about, go out back to hour number one uh, <laughs> conversation with the band Devilwood. Um, show show reviews. Uh, this uh, last week, I went and saw Brian Ferry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was uh, Roxy. Music's always been one of my favorite groups, but it's always been the group that eluded me. You know, you have your bucket list of mm-hmm. bands you want to see, and I've seen. Uh, almost everybody I've ever wanted to Roxy music was one of those that if they were in town I was out of town or when they were coming to town and I got a ticket they canceled and it just never happened so I assumed it was over
5: So there was a lot of buildup
4: Yeah. And
5: And she said there was no way.
4: (laughs) So Brian Ferry came and it wasn't it wasn't Roxy Music, but it was Brian Ferry. He's Mm -hmm. the lead singer. And he put on a hell of a show. Now, somebody at McCall Hall forgot to turn on the AC because it was hot as hell in there. Uh, it was last Monday, which, you know, we had a heat wave here, which got all the way up to 71. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready for that. And I think they've been cranking the heat all weekend because it was. Su- and even he who does he doesn't talk much. You know, he just does this thing. Even he made reference a few times because he's he's a dapper dude. He wears a suit right. and a tie and, you know, he looks like he just jumped off a of GQ magazine. And even he was, like, toweling yeah. off. He's and
5: like, man, I set up my tour so I wouldn't be hot in Washington. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he says, like,
4: are we in Seattle? What's going on here? <laughs> but it was a really good show and just string of hits, obviously. And he had a great band backing him, which, why wouldn't he? The thing that I thought was cool about this was, and Brian Ferry was one of those lead guys who, you know, good-looking guy Um and uh has fronted this band that was you know mega huge or whatever and he could be a, he could be uh if he wanted to i assume he could be like a real prick because like, all the ladies loved them you know they were they were big hit when they started the show they had on these rise these like risers these block risers um all the instruments so there was keyboards so left to right keyboards drums the lady who played all the different sax and um, went you know, the horns and stuff, and then there was a, another keyboard, and then on the floor was a rhythm guitarist, bass player, and guitar player, and in the middle was a microphone. Show starts and you can hear him singing. They're singing, it's him, and they're playing, you know, a Roxy Music song. But you don't. I couldn't find him. He was on the second keyboard. <laughs> oh. He's just part of the band. And then, you know, about midway through the show, he wandered out to the mic and talked a little bit, did a couple of songs from, you know, the front mic. And then he went back to the keyboard. He was just a part of this band. And I thought that was really cool for a guy who it's, you know, it was obviously his show. It was the Brian Ferry kind of retrospective show. Um, The only song they didn't do, we didn't get to do The Strand, but they did everything else. Virginia Plain, Avalon, Mother of Pearl um don't stop the dance and i mean it was it was a great show so uh if he rolls through your town i i highly recommend that show and i don't know he's like 70 so i don't know if no. we we're gonna see him again uh you guys do susan i know you were at the hard rock in seattle last yeah, night yeah
5: yep. Yeah. good sized crowd um saw a stone age thriller strangely all right and
6: raymond hayden and the monsters in the dark and it was a very good <laughs> which, show
4: which i I, hate, I don't mean to pause you but <laughs> On the on the uh, Hard Rock Facebook yes, site, I had they put strangers under the bed.
5: Strangers under the bed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Was like, well, for well, once, well, everybody hung around though. After the you know, usually after the second act, they kind of everybody Peters out, goes home, and, yeah. and they kept the crowd till all, all the way through. So well, it, was, good. Yeah, it was a great show. I like it Good crowd. Yeah, out. very good crowd. Yeah.
4: Peter yeah. and strangers under the bed.
5: Strangers the
1: under
4: <laughs> 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 and Voxy, what's happening in your world?
5: Um. I didn't do anything interesting. Thank you very much. So um,
4: (laughs) let's move forward. Here we go, folks. Wait, a
5: pregnant pause. Hold on. Yeah, I didn't do anything. (laughs) Here we go.
4: Let's get caught up with Ed Fazio right here on the Convergence Zone. All right, everybody in the house with us is we've had him. We've had him on several times. Um, he's the head of Itchy Metal Music, ItchyMetal.com. Problem is we get, we had an announcement. Um, September. How long, how long? Was it September? Mm-hmm. That, that kind of rocked things. And even now, as I Google up Itchy Metal and go to ItchyMetal.com, it's... Um, it's a CCTV security systems operation. Something went down, and uh, Ed Fazio was all secretive about it. But where he's in the studio, Ed, welcome back, my friend. I am back. Let's Thank you get guys to for having me. let's get to the bottom of this because you had a really killer thing going. Uh, we admired the label business model that you were using. Um, you had several bands that were um, have been nominated for Grammys and uh, you you, you had bands from all over the world on your label, and all of a sudden we get word that it's no more.
6: What happened? Well, what happened was literally what's happening to the entire industry. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me give some perspective. Itchy was growing at a phenomenal rate. Things were going gangbusters. We saw that, yeah. We were all on board. And everything was going so well. But what was happening is we were heading toward becoming the largest party of broke artists <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you know, this is all about... Sounds that, like our show. Yeah. It, it, no. it's, this is all about just being extremely transparent as to what was happening. Sure. The industry had moved from people wanting to chase a label and then having us be that label to help you know get them to the avenues they needed but as the internet got bigger and bigger the education levels were coming up so you could go to YouTube and you can find out how to do publishing you could go and you could you know go straight to TuneCore and distribute your own stuff and it just became more and more apparent that you didn't need a label and the problem that we saw was even though people could get all of this education they couldn't they didn't know how to sequentially assemble those resources and effectively create, you know, businesses that could move forward. So mm-hmm. it wasn't the fact that there wasn't resources that they could tap into it's that they didn't know how to put it all together. As we were looking at this, we said, okay, we'd gotten away. When we first started with Itchy, we said, you know, if you want to succeed in the music business, don't sell records. And that was the focus. But as we got more and more into it, we started, what do we started doing, we started selling records. Yeah. And then we got away from the fact that that's not the sustainable business model. When we started looking at The phenomenal growth, we started looking at the expenses related to it, and we said, you know what, we can't continue this. This is so dysfunctional. If we don't stop now, what's going to happen is the expectation levels are going to get so big that we won't be able to deliver because there's nothing behind it. And if people want to understand that, you can get everybody, you can get millions of people online to come somewhere. Sure, But to be able to turn that into something that actually creates revenue is very difficult. Take, for instance, Facebook and Twitter. They're challenges right now. right? Those guys have the challenge of saying how do we move all these customers that are or all these users that are so used to being free Mm -hmm. and how do we actually turn them into paid subscribers we're dealing with that on NWCZ radio yeah
4: Um, it's uh, it is one of those um, kind of catch-22 situations that you find yourself in you can be popular as all get out yeah um, and you know you can have a product that is awesome which you have and I think NWCZ Radio has, Mm -hmm. and Facebook, all these places, they have great product. But when it's out there for free and everybody then becomes used to it being for free, well, how do you capitalize on that? Well, you know, the first thing you go at is advertising. But the internet's a weird place and people aren't used to advertising on like internet stations or an internet label or these kind of things. So you're almost educating them as you're trying to convince them that this is a this is a valuable thing for them to reach out to these people because if you start charging for your service, there's so many other free services exactly. they're gone. Mm-hmm. Exactly,
6: mm-hmm. I, I said that you know we pay homage to the Snoop Dogg adage everybody's brought a cup, but they ain't pitched in. <laughs> so the, you know, <laughs> as soon as, I've been to parties like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And well, as soon as that's over, then everyone just migrates to the next free thing. Absolutely. So the key has really been, you know, we talked about products, 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 products. And we've watched this transform, especially in the, in the technology age. It's not about products anymore because you're only as good as the last thing you did, the last greatest thing you did. Yeah. Anybody seen the Onion movie? Mm -hmm. remember the Bates 8000 it was so cool until you bought it then the Bates 9000 came out Well, it's like the iPhone. (laughs) Exactly. You know. I mean, as soon as a new iPhone comes out, the
4: rest are obsolete. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants them. Three, four, twenty-five hundred. You're right, and and TVs. Look, I mean, let's look at the you know the TVs that are out these days. You know, we we hit flat screen, and we're like, where are we going to go from here? Like, that's the greatest thing that ever hit. It'll never change. Now they're smart TVs, TVs you talk to, TVs that are Wi-Fi adaptable, that have you know, 3D Hulu. There's a 3D. So. It's like you're right it's only as it's only as good as the last thing and what what's new coming up because everything moves so fast these days, especially in the technology arena and in music and that's why even the big labels are like they're they're scrambling beyond belief to try to figure this out yeah and so so when you pulled the plug, let's talk about when you had to make that you made that decision mm-hmm. which I'm sure it wasn't easy because it oh, was no. your baby um, you had a lot of pride in it we saw that. Uh, people were admiring what you were doing and um, so you know there's it's obviously a, appears to be a step back and it also you have to like all the things that you were preaching swallow a little bit of pride to to put that out there um, what was it like telling the artists um,
6: yeah, that this was going down that was probably the most difficult part I struggled with it I took a month to really think about this, and I said, you know what? Maybe we can consolidate here. Maybe we can review the artists that are actually have some traction, mm-hmm. you know, and just focus in on helping them get to the next levels. And maybe we can, you know, just revamp some programs. And everywhere I was heading, it still didn't turn into something that was going to match where the industry was headed. Yeah, and so where do you think the industry's headed? Independence, a hundred percent, totally by self-enabled artists. by artists. However. When we when we deflect off of the products, we move into a service model. That's really where it's headed. Value added services is what Itchy has to become. It's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. It's not about saying, hey, I can get your music out there. No, it's about let me show you how to do that effectively. And you can always tell people, okay, this is what you need to do. One, two, three, four. Like getting a college education. Right. Getting a college education doesn't guarantee success. Okay what you do with that education is what guarantees success. But if you can pay somebody or you can partner with somebody to help you enable that, mm-hmm. most people will go for the service. Most people will, they'll say, you know what? I think you're really good at it. It's my lawn, it's a perfect example of my lawn right now, mm-hmm. right? I could mow the lawn. I should sure. do that. Um, it's easier for me to sit there and bring somebody in who can do it every week. who can do it well and you can do it better and you than you pay I them for that. And I can pay them to do that. And that's their expertise and that's their expertise. But
4: frees you up to do other stuff. It does. So it creates an economy. It creates an economy. So when you see, when you're looking at, um, as we looking into the future with music, because it is, it there's this weird dichotomy going on with music. Music is, uh, like, I, I agree with you. I think it's all going very independent. It's bands are, are figuring out how to work things their own way. Uh, it's do it yourself. But on the, and then on the other hand, We've gone almost back to the beginning, where like the record, sa- like vinyl sales are off mm-hmm. the charts. Nobody can figure it out. I mean, they sell more than, you know, any other physical
6: medium. Look, it's the, it's the unique, cool thing right now, right? It, yeah, it, 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 it is. It's, it's it's possibly a differentiator, and it's not as easy to bootleg, right? That's true. Yeah, you can't you can't share, okay. <laughs> it's, unless you do like we did back in the day, where you hook a recorder up to it, and plus. Yeah. press play record right but you, don't get to, you don't get to touch the vinyl record right just like you can't touch the t-shirt right
5: they don't have record players that USB right to your computer now? Well, they do. They,
4: they do. But shoot, I mean, it's still yeah. not the same quality and stuff. Right. But, and it takes or more the time.
5: The same feeling, the same right. interactiveness yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. The
4: uniqueness of having something tangible in your hands. Well, you have to be interactive when you're playing yeah. an album, right? I yeah. mean, you have to flip it, you have to put
6: it on, exactly. set the needle. You have and, to
5: listen to it in the order which it was meant to be. That's right. You, you can't put shuffle
6: on, <laughs> on a record player. <laughs> it yeah. requires, oh my God, human interaction. Exactly. What?
4: What's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, one of the f- uh, f- most fun parties I've been to in the last couple of years was a vinyl party where everybody. That sounds, had, that sounds kinky. It well,
6: <laughs> big
4: deal. It could have been. You didn't <laughs>
1: tell us. <laughs> Why
3: weren't invited?
4: No, it was a uh, everybody brings three of their favorite albums and uh, and then you just stack them up and then there was a guy there and he just spun them all night. Nice. Yeah, how and, fun! Yeah, it was great, you know, See. and and everybody you, you could. So through the night you heard most of the albums and everybody it was very eclectic obviously and some brought really cool stuff and other brought funny you know like Partridge's family old <laughs> albums and it was just, nice. it was interesting <laughs> cool. exactly um but moving forward and we're looking at this model are do you see a um if I, if I'm hearing you right you're you're saying that your bands will come to you or artists or whatever and so then you will provide a service on how to navigate the internet, how to get their music out, how to, how, where to, where to place it. Is
6: that what I'm hearing? That's some of it. It's, it's actually, there's, there's a big missing gap that I've noticed. Um, And, and I noticed this when I was watching how Macklemore did it. And I was noticing this when I watched how people assembled, like something as close to Seattle as Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I've said, you know what, if you're an independent musician, where do you go to get all of the resources in one place? There isn't any, convention. There isn't any mechanism to do that. Right. And that is a huge need. Um, right now, if you're an independent musician, you chase like Nam, or you're sitting Nam. there and you're trying to go somewhere where you're not really going to get the attention nor the actual things we go that to you south by need. which is what are the
5: resources and services that you're that you're offering
6: well there's there's a there's a ton right there's there's everything from recording
5: or what do you feel like is the most needed that that people need to know and understand that they can get this from you
6: business structure number 1 they need to sit there and realize that if you're creating an art if you're an artist and you want to do something you can't wing it you've got to create a business structure around what you're doing and it's everything from setting yourself up you know literally setting yourself up as a business, literally creating your merchandise strategy, literally creating your your, your online strategy, all of those pieces. Um, what I see Itchy providing those kind of things, but I don't see Itchy being the holistic one-stop resource for that, because there's so many people that do it just as well, or if not better than we do, but it's also bringing in and saying, you know what, let's be able to pull people together. Let's take, the thing that was really powerful and successful with Itchy is we were able to bring a community of resources together. Sure. That but we were doing that with artists. We started doing it with businesses, but then we, we didn't make that our primary focus. I think if we start if we go back and we bring those businesses that create services to help those independent artists, then they can go and have, you know, a whole you know, catalog of people I and mean, a whole catalog of, of things to choose from. For instance, uh, airplay. Right. Mm-hmm. Or even exposure. Um, being able to know how do i get a radio interview how do i sit there and talk to the internet radio stations or even the fm radio stations how do i get on xm Mm -hmm. how do i get on pandora some artists know how some people don't most of it is pretty controlled in networks of uh, of relationships Mm -hmm. those kind of things and so
4: how how do you um how do you go about offering your services how do you go about um, uh, you know, like setting a price on that, and um, what 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 difference, difference differentiates you from, say,
6: a manager or uh, a publicist or something that they could that they could hire. And that that's the that's the trick, right? That's the magic. Uh, trying to figure out what is the right approach, and that is literally in the evolution stage right mm-hmm. now. We. Honestly, I don't know if we're going to sit there and directly say, "Hey, for X amount of dollars, we can do this for you," right? Or if we're going to say, "Like it's
4: like a package deal. Like we'll get you interviews, we'll get you airplay, and we'll get you, um, you know, we'll track your thing." Or you plan B,
6: you know, where we will get you gigs and we'll get you.
4: So that's that's all working. You're working that out.
6: We're working that out, and that's been some of that's been done before. There, Mm -hmm. there are service providers and outlets that do that. I don't think that necessarily we need to be another one of those right I think we need to figure out how to create that partnership level that works better if I'm vested in you being successful Mm -hmm. then we're together for a long time Mm -hmm. if it's transactional it's going to feel transactional so will you set up a like a contract or will it be a um,
4: I think it sounds fascinating i think it sounds and it sounds interesting like and and the way things are moving you know i hope it works because things move so fast they change um how will you you know band comes to you and you say yep i'm really interested because you're not going to take anybody if you're going to invest that much time into them you're going to have to really believe in and, and you know so when you sit down with them how do you how do you explain to them that this is for a long time and you
6: know, work out your numbers and percentages and stuff like that. Well, first and foremost, people are used to saying, Hey, we're going to have to give up some of our sales. It's not about that. If I help you create an, you know, your quote unquote, this empire of yourself, it's a partnership going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, For instance, if the itchy names attached to an artist moving out there, it's because itchy helped them grow into that independent thing that they, that they wanted. And so that's where I think we can stay, keep our brand growing and we can stay, you know, attached we can also make sure that we are not we're, we're we're not we're growing at the pace that actually shows that we're successful whereas before we had so many artists coming to us left and right left and right and we were trying to do so much so fast that after a while we started realizing that this doesn't scale mm-hmm. and so we have to focus on on creating these relationships and partnerships that scale I don't think we're going to sit there and say for 9.99 you can get these things. Right. That's mm-hmm. not what it's going to be. Right. Cuz that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You know, they have like these package things. It's going
5: to be yeah. 9.96. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to we're going <laughs> to we're going to cut the competition. What's
4: the timeline on this? What 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 are you looking at? Uh, is it going to be are you resurrecting the the name yep. Itchy Metal so it will come back in some form? Itchy music group. Itchy music group, yep. okay? And then what is uh obviously you're in the stages of regrouping and figuring all this out do you have a timeline on this and and what what's uh
6: who who are you interested in these days like who would you bring into the fold well uh first let's talk about dates first major announcement as to what the model looks like and why we're doing it and what happened to the old itchy may 1st so the press the press will be uh, so it's coming up yeah that'll come up pretty quickly um the new site Itchy Metal, it's, it's kind of interesting. Itchy Metal, you'll see Close Circuit TV. I own the hosting behind Itchy Metal. Right. Somebody got the domain while, right after I pulled out. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. You know, like, wow. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know, you have 18 million hits on this thing every month.
5: Oh, yeah, there's I was like, like domain stalkers. Yeah,
6: and they the minute they yep. can grab it, you know, I So they're trying to sell it back they to do? you? Yeah, they're trying to sell it back to me. Yeah. So whoever's out there who's got itchymetal.com, more power to you. I don't care.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> could, yeah, because you could just, I mean, yeah. you can re- rename that slightly. Yeah. And you're fine. You're good to go. Yeah, people know itchy music. So we'll announce that on uh, May 1st, and then we'll start formulating. We'll work with uh, business partners um, out there. We're going to take it from that end, and then we'll start working and putting artists through that process of uh, enablement and uh, working with the group now that's actually taking advantage of some of that expertise. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I always we, we do this thing called dog fooding in the tech industry. So we're going to dog food first. We're going to say, "Hey, does this model work with one artist?" Right. And if it works and it works well, then transfer we'll exp- it. Then we'll transfer it.
4: If somebody's interested in what you have going on, more more information about it, or I don't know, partnering, partnering, or whatever, how do they get a hold of you?
6: And, uh, you can look up Itchy Music um, on all the channels. You'll find me, or it's Ed Fazio at ItchyMusic.com. Just give me a email address.
4: So Ed, it's good to get that from you because I did not want you to be to go to go anywhere. Yeah, I didn't want to go anywhere either. I, I almost did. I, I-, I, I, I kind of got that. <laughs> and we were and on one had the conversation. We we're like, Ed can't leave the, this business because we need good people. We need people who care, and we need people who know about it enough to where, you know, you're not trying to rip anybody off. You're not trying to um, you know, be part of the the corporate machine. You're trying to figure it out from a new angle that works for everybody, which is I think what those who care are trying to do. Yeah. Um, and so we need guys like you to stay in it. You know, don't go anywhere. And if that doesn't work, try something else. You know, if,
6: if we can help you in any way, shape or form, that's that's what we'd like to. So do. You guys have been a good partner. I'm always happy to come back and talk to you guys. And that'll be a long term relationship. So thank you guys for having me.
4: Perfect. So you said you there's a band that you're you are. Um, what would you call it? Dog. What do you call it? We're dog do- fooding it? We're dog fooding some
6: <laughs> of the things We're dog fooding some of the things that Itchy did really well on the business side. Yeah. You know, the band's gotta do their music. They've sure. got to have great sounds, they've got to they've gotta have the talent, right? I can't do that for them. Right. But uh if a band's got all of that together and they say, you know what? think you know a little bit about that technology side I think you know a little bit about how labels operate in those things and that's where we can help them we've got a band uh, Pico Boulevard is well, the band that's here in the studio with me today yeah and they are the project that is uh, taking advantage of the new itchy model
4: all right well let's go into a song and then we're going to bring them in and chat with them this is Pico Boulevard with who pulled the chain we'll be right back here on the zone Ed thank you brother thank you Pico Boulevard right there with Who Pulled the Chain? And we have uh, two of the three in the studio. We have Sammy and we have Luke. What's going on, guys? Uh,
1: How you doing? (laughs) Welcome to the show.
4: I noticed that uh, you guys are now based out of Seattle, but not always, right? Uh, You guys kind of via Austin and a couple other places?
3: Uh, Well, Pico Boulevard was formed in Seattle. I I, I spent some time in, in Austin, Texas. and. Spent yeah. some time in
6: Los Angeles and Vegas. Oh, so so,
4: yeah. so were you guys split up during that time, or you guys just uh, whenever you could get together? Or how did that work? No, we just, we just got together in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was brand brand. So new. brand new. So you guys brand are new. from those places, came to Seattle. Yeah, and formed people. Were you, I I assume you guys were in projects before then. Oh yeah. Where you guys are at? Yeah. Um, and so how did you guys find each other in Seattle? And and I mean, you know, we Seattle is a is stacked full of bands and um can be intimidating for those who are starting because there's just so much out there and there's yeah. uh, and now it's becoming limited places to play right so um it's become this like dog eat dog world out there what was the thought process behind uh jumping into the into the music biz- world business in, in our area um well i actually had another band that i came up here with and uh
3: booked a show and they couldn't come through for the show so I had to, I had to Did play. Him. Yeah, so I was like, uh, I need, I need some fill in, and you know, I I'm um, with Heather and and Ed, and they're like, well, we we know drummer and a bass player, and so we went and played the show together, and we're like, wow, that sounded
4: really good, man.
1: So, uh,
4: and then off you went. So yeah. Pico Boulevard, the the name of the group, is that a significance? Is that somewhere uh, important?
3: Uh, no, we we're actually the the other band i worked for we were mailing out um cds we mm-hmm. just released a cd last year and i still do stuff with them but um we were going through all the radio stations and you know like filling out the envelopes and one of them was on pico boulevard one of the radio stations and we we're like wow that's a great name mm-hmm. and then we looked up pico boulevard and it has all these different nationalities and it's a really long street and we're like wow it's really good
4: where is pico boulevard i think it's like in San Diego or something. Nice. Yeah. Right on. <clears throat> well, it's a cool name. I mean, it's... Uh, Makes it's, me want
5: salsa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it
4: kind of has a... It, it sounds like a band that I would have heard like in the 70s. Remember yeah. Pico Boulevard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those mm-hmm. guys were awesome. And yeah. I'm pretty sure Kenny Loggins was in that band.
7: You know, so, <laughs> you know, something like that. So it's got a very cool resonating...
4: Uh, how would you guys... How would you describe your sound to uh, to those... Uh, if somebody hasn't heard you, you're like, yeah, I'm in this band. Why don't you come out and, and see us? And they're like, "Great! What do you play?" Oh, what do you? What do you
3: I don't uh Music.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> rock and roll. No, it's it's kind of um, kind of it's it's got you know I got a lot of crooner background in me you mm-hmm. know I'm I'm like I'm old school songwriter, and I believe in like really good songs, good good lyrics, you know, a lot of meaning, a lot of depth. Um, so getting to rock out with him, kind of got a Johnny Cash. Alice in Chains, mm-hmm. you know, some blues still, infused some, stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, but mm-hmm. still easy listening,
4: you know, friendly. I think you nailed it. You you know? Know? That's, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was hearing. Yeah. Like um, a pinch of metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy in the slipknot t shirt says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and so now with, uh, we were just talking to Ed and we're talking about this um, kind of new model that he's um, devising for uh, itchy music group and you guys are the kind of the, um, Guinea pigs. It seems like a, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like a Guinea pig? No, (laughs) how does a Guinea pig feel? (laughs) That's what I was going to ask. No, how, how did you, um, how do you feel, uh, you know, approaching this project? Because, you know, even just talking to Ed, there's still a lot of questions. There's still a lot of, um, things to work out mm. and um, you know there's a business model it's there but it's not complete and it's um, so it's kind of it's kind of open and you guys at the same time are trying to get your name out there and be and and be seen as a serious band as part of the landscape um, so that's a lot coming at you guys at one time also you know recording and getting out there and playing shows so what do you you know, what do you entrust to Ed, and what do you guys take on? What do you guys do in yourself? How's this? How's this marriage working? So far, it's, it's pretty good. You know,
3: there's there's tons of stuff that, like, I don't I don't want to know. I, right? I don't, I don't <laughs> want to. You know. Um, but like, I spent some time in Austin, and and there, everyone, it's amazing how many people still have this mentality. Like, I'm gonna go play a show, and and this guy's gonna walk up in a suit, and he's gonna be like. Your right. life's Sign you to a deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's a here's a
4: two million dollar deal. Let's roll tonight. You know, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. No. That doesn't happen. Mm-mm. No. You know. Now
5: I've, the term "pay your dues" definitely holds true more than yeah. <laughs> any well, I other.
4: think yeah. I think now I would be leery of yeah. uh, a yes. label that walked up yeah. and I offered agree. me a deal like that yeah. um, because I've had. M- more friends and and bands and stuff that have actually signed label deals that end up owing money when the yeah. day is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you so, you know, whatever band. figure they throw at you sounds really cool until yeah. you add it all up and then you right. they, they shelve your disc. It never goes anywhere and you owe them money. It becomes a scam. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, so in this do-it-yourself world where, where the internet is the great equalizer and you have internet stations and you have uh, avenues of, you know, like... I don't know, Pandora, Spotify, all these mm. places you can get it out there and you never know where your music's going to resonate, right? You just, you put it out there and kind of let the internet gods roll with it. Yeah. Um, so you can be from, you can be a Seattle band, have very little notoriety around here, yet be rolling in some dough because you're big, like you said, like in Austin or it resonates Germany. in Spain yeah. or, you know, yeah. the Netherlands or whatever so is that something that you're conscious of these days i'm always curious with bands who are just starting out who are trying to develop a game plan what exactly is your game plan um well i mean uh, on the other hand you know all these
3: bands that are waiting to to you know mr label to sign there's a lot of really good there's a lot of really great artists that that don't have any game plan right you know and they'll never be heard Mm -hmm. you know i think that's for that's for ed It's going to really kind of help out. Because the last band I was in, you know, I still work with them. Um, Great songs. Top shelf, you know, uh, artist. Um, We put out just a super great album. Got really good. You know, we had like 10 tracks on it. Nine of them got airplay. Got good reviews. Yeah, you know. And and like I did the whole, you know, self thing. Went through TuneCore. Pushed everything. You know, just all kinds of stuff. But even at that,
4: it's, it's hard to make money by yourself. Right. Yeah. Really I is. mean, and that's, that's the thing that I, um, that's the catch 22. And that, that's the, that's what I'm still, I think we're all still waiting to kind of figure that out. Um, ASCAP because, ASCAP
5: has it figured out, they're making yeah. money off of everything. Oh, yeah. Well, but they're not giving you, they're not giving anything <laughs> back. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But for a band like you guys who or any band who, um, and everybody has a different way. Some bands just give away their music, right? Mm-hmm. They give, they yeah. just, they, they put, they put it on. You can free download it. They don't care where it goes. Yeah. They kind of track it, and then maybe go do shows in places that it's selling better than others. Others put it up for a limited time for free, and then, or they'll put a couple of tracks up for free, and then when the album drops, you have to down, you know, you pay for the album. Yeah. There's all different ways that everybody's trying to figure it out, and I think it's real daunting on bands who are all, who are the creative side of things. You know, you guys create music, and that's most bands are not business people, and that's yeah. fi- we all understand that, uh, and that's great because you're an artist. and so I think it's cool that you have somebody like Ed in your corner. You guys have a great sound, cool. thank, thank you. you. And uh, so, welcome to the welcome to the scene. What's the future look like for you guys? What what are you working on? What are you guys? Uh, um, where are you guys hoping to play? And and you guys you guys going to tour up and down the coast, or what's the game plan for you musically?
3: Musically, um we're working on an album, working, you know, working towards it end of the summer. Um we've just been playing out in Seattle right now. Mm-hmm. You know, hitting the um Sunset Tavern. Just you know, just your high dive all the basic, places. The places everybody's gonna play. Build a name for ourselves. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just kinda get out there and, you know, show what we got and I, I mean when, when I heard you guys talking about where do you think the music industry's going to, I think it's going back to really good songs. I, I think I think here in the future, it's going to go back to vinyl. Mm -hmm. And I think people are going to want, they're going to want really good songs. Yeah, because nobody,
4: we will not, I'll tell you, vinyl will die if we go back to where there's two good songs on an album. Yeah. And you pay 10, 12 bucks and the rest sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We went through that with cassettes and CDs and that's why people rejected it. Yeah. You know, they had the one hit song and the rest was trash. Yeah. And it might be a decent B-side song, but it was like, you're dropping all this money because um, they weren't coming out with singles then. And that's, I think, why MB- MP3s became the big rage, because you could just get one song. Just the yeah. ones that you wanted. Um, PicoBoulevardBand.com is the website you want to go to to check these cats out. Um, good luck to you guys. I think cool. you guys have a great sound, and and I, it's going to be interesting. And I think a lot of people are going to kind of watch and see how things work roll for you guys with this uh, merger you have with ed and um you know stay in touch with us when you get your album dropped make sure we get a copy we get it up rolling definitely um let's go into another song uh ed thank you for coming in my friend uh best of luck to you with what you have going forward pico boulevard and this is oscar we'll be back here on the zone
1: in
2: Oh Well, they don't worry about the weather in their town Even when the sun tried to burn them down They're gonna gather all together Hook up right, Keep on getting high all through the night Say They're called the High Low will we roll into the High Low Cause they understand How to treat a half-baked guitar man By getting higher than Mount Shasta you get everything you need It's always good to have a friend first hit in the morning sets my mind at ease it's always good to have a friend in
7: Everybody
4: just heard Guns in Nevada right there with Ugly, Seven Horse with a Friend in Weed. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really appropriate next week. Uh, seven Horse and a Friend in Weed? Seven Horse. Oh, yeah. Horse. <laughs> uh, lunar Effect in there with Solitude. All three of them will be on the big program next week, along with uh, Lisa Mann, great blues artist out of Portland, and Matt Anderson. So we're loaded up ooh, ooh. For, uh, for 420, Good show. as they wow. say. <laughs> One, <laughs> fully loaded. The fully full loaded. is packed. <laughs> That's a cheech and chong reference. super <laughs> Hey, I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh we are the Northwest Convergence Zone Show. We enjoy you being here. And a huge announcement next week. Huge Big, huge Blowing it all out the water. <laughs> yeah. Be here for that. Um it will be earth shattering, I guarantee it. I'm Big D. I'm
5: Voxy. Susan and the ladies.
4: I'm uh Oh yeah, on one, yes, and he's pregnant with his paws. (laughs) Want to thank you guys for uh, for joining us and uh, stick stick around. Coming up uh, next on the big uh, NWCZ radio, some great programming. And those of you out there in uh, syndicated land, thanks for tuning in. Support your local station and uh, let them know you're thankful that they play us. We'll see you next week.
6: a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.